I'm a savage. Classy, bougie, ratchet. What's up, Savage Boss Babes and Dudes? It's Diana inside the Savage Podcast Studio. Y hoy tengo el honor de tener a una muchachona súper, súper... Que vaya, si hay algo, si hay la definición de Savage Boss Babe, ella lo es definitivamente. Y lo transmite no solamente a través de su página de, de Instagram, donde es donde yo la comencé a seguir, but also just like, just you, your vibes that you give off. I mean, you're, you're beautiful inside and out. And that's why I wanted to invite you. I wanted to have you on here because we want to get to know not just what we see on Instagram, you know, all those beautiful creations that you create, but I want to know what it is that inspired you to go after that, to start that that business that you have created and that has gotten so much attention. I mean, you have a huge following. People mm -hmm. follow you all over the place. So, bienvenida, Karen. Gracias. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited to be here. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for making the time uh, to come out here and join us. Y, pues, oye, es increíble cuando yo comencé a platicar contigo eh, el, el, la vez pasada que nos, que nos este, conocimos que tú solamente tienes un año con tu negocio that's crazy sí. because somebody who goes through your page and looks at your followers and looks at, the, at your products and stuff you know I would have thought that you had, had been at it for like years <laughs> no yeah it's been I officially turned a year that I had been working on Simple Mexicana this past September so it's been a year doing that and then of course I had painted before but My first official year, like doing it as a business, as a, considering myself a small business, was last September I started. And then so it's been a year now. And then it's barely about to be, I think, maybe four or five months that I've been doing it full time. So mm -hmm. that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, like I said, nobody I would have no, I would have not been able to tell yes, that you've you. only been at it for a year. I mean, you seem like such a pro. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I try. <laughs> Oye, pero cuéntanos. Antes de, de que naciera este proyecto y todo esto, eh, ¿qué era lo que tú estabas haciendo? Digo, cuéntanos sobre ti, tu familia, de dónde son ustedes, cómo comenzó todo, todo este proyecto. Sí, pues yo primeramente creo que lo más importante es que soy una DACA recipient. Entonces, o sea, creciendo, um, saliendo de high school y, y empezando como el colegio y, y buscando trabajo. Entonces, todo eso siempre... Como que in the back of my mind, I always knew that I wanted to do something different for myself and also kind of like make my parents proud in a way, you know, something like I just wanted to do something, but I never was sure what I wanted to do. Um, I went to college to be a teacher, so I got my associates in early childhood and then I did work at a school. I had a, a lot of jobs, but um, my official like out of college job was a, a preschool teacher. So I did that and I did that for about three years. Um Being, I started as like a teacher assistant and then I became um, like a full-time preschool teacher at the school I was working at. Um, but even then I was like, oh, I don't know, like I'm doing good. You know, I, I, I went to school for a little bit. I'm, I'm have my full-time job. Like I had just bought a car. Like I, I felt like I was doing okay in life, but I was like, I still want to do more. Um, and then during like my college years, I mean, I had a lot of free time because there was a point where I didn't have a job because I was going to school full-time. So that's when I started painting. And then I had always kind of had that like in the, you know, in the back, like, you know, just, just like a, a hobby or, or a side thing. Um, but I started doing like commissions for friends, but it was like on canvases. So I started painting, um, canvases and stuff like that. And that was always in the, in like in the back, that was like a little side job. 
But then, um, like, after almost hitting three years of being a preschool teacher, I was, the pandemic hit. And so I was like, what if, like, I do this, you know, more, a little bit more professional? Because, I mean, I had my, like, a little Instagram for it. Um, and back in the day, it was called Karen's Painting. So that's, like, what, you know, people knew, like, oh, yeah, pinta, pero pues, it was, like, a little side thing. Um, and with COVID, everybody was doing, like, you know, trying to start a business. So I was like, oh, what if I do something more official? So that's when I started painting sombreros and trying to, like, actually, you know, work on it because I would never post. I would never, you know, put effort into it. And so I did. And then a couple months later, I was like, wait, like, this is, you know, this is kind of working out. Then I started doing markets. I changed the name to Simple Mexicana. And after that, I like was like you know what I, I think I can do this so I started doing it more official more as a business and then after a couple months I was like I, it's time for me to leave my my job I want to try to see if I can do this full time and here I am now listen <laughs> so, to yeah. you making all those savage boss babe moves <laughs> thank you thank you yeah a lot I want to I want to go back to that that comment that you made about um being a DACA recipient and making your parents proud because I come from parents yo también soy de, de papás migrantes mis papás vienen de México uh -huh. vinieron y, y cruzaron este, el río como muchas personas como muchos migrantes lo hacen so, yo sé que para mis papás llegar acá fue un enorme sacrificio uh -huh. so, eso, eso de verdad a mí me, me llega mucho y, y me gusta escuchar decírtelo porque yo sé que hay muchas otras personas al igual que nosotros que esa es una de las metas que tienes o sea yo digo, yo estoy infinitamente, yo nunca les voy a poder pagar a mis papás ese sacrificio que ellos hicieron para poder llegar aquí uh -huh. porque me brindaron tantas oportunidades que nunca y jamás hubiera podido tener si ellos hubieran estado allá en México. Sí, sí. ¿Cómo te, te impulsó eso? Eh, tomando decisiones en tu vida y en, en tu vida escolar. Sí, pues como dije, siempre tenía como... I always had that urge to, you know, do more, to make them proud, to work in something. And I mean, como dijiste tú, our, our parents sacrificed so much to have us here. Like, like I feel like our generation compared to their generation, um, you know, they, they in their 20s or 30s, you know, them growing up into adulthood, like they had to, they didn't get the opportunities we had, obviously. And, and their goal simply was kind of like to survive and to basically like them growing up was to give us every opportunity that, that you know they didn't have and so I, I always kind of kept that in mind um and also you know being Mexicana I kind of grew up a little bit scared to show that off and then so now as an adult like I, I always had that in mind like my parents worked so hard like I need to make them proud whether it be you know finishing school becoming a teacher or getting some kind of like job that would make them proud or being able to help them financially or you know in any way to make them proud and so I feel like you know, growing into like my adulthood and, and leaving school or, or finishing school and, and going through jobs and stuff like I always kept that in mind. And so now it's Simple Mexicana. It's like I, I kind of found like the perfect little foundation of like where I can be proud of being Mexicana, where I can let my parents know that, you know, although it's scary to, you know, be be um, immigrants and, and come from where we come from and and kind of not also not be able to connect with Mexico the way that we want to because we did have to leave it. I feel like Simple Mexicana is something that helps me and helps them like be proud and, and happy and find success in being literally like a, a, a Mexicano trabajador, like a Mexicana trabajadora. Um, so yeah, with Simple Mexicana, I was able to find that. And, and I think that 
where I come from and where my parents came from and like it all kind of has tied up together and luckily like I feel like this is like the perfect representation of that you know for now it definitely is you mentioned fears growing up mm-hmm. por ser mexicana porque sentías yeah. miedo creo que I mean siempre siempre habíamos vivido en Southside San Antonio so you know hay muchos hispanos mexicanos pero creo que siempre como que no era como no era una vergüenza pero Sí, como que me daba cosas ser diferente. No, no saber inglés tanto como los demás o estar en clases, en clases que eran only Spanish or bilingual. And like, I didn't, I didn't transition into like a uh, English speaking class until I think like fifth or sixth grade. So I don't know. ¿Cuántos años always... llegaste tú aquí a Estados Unidos? Llegué aquí cuando tenía ocho meses. Oh, ocho bebita. meses, ya. Yeah. Era una bebita. Mi mamá tenía, creo que acaba de cumplir 20 años. Entonces, ella se vino para acá, mi papá se vino para acá. Entonces, yo he vivido aquí toda mi vida, pero como quiera, mis papás, you know, I, I mean, I'm the oldest, so my parents, are, you know, they didn't speak English. They didn't, their jobs that they had wasn't really, um, I felt like I was like the first person to bring, you know, the English life, like the, the American. English words, English yeah, tradition, everything, everything. English like, everything. I, I was the first one to bring it and also going to school like I came from like literally having like a Mexican nothing but Mexico in my house and then being at school with like nothing but Americans or kids that their parents are Americans you know they 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 know nothing about Mexico and of course there's there's a lot of like I said we live in the south side so there's a lot of Mexicanos but still there was always like a little bit of a fear to kind of show that and to be different and it wasn't until after high school that I was kind of able to be proud of embrace being Mexicana it. and embrace it. Yeah, because it's always been like a little bit scary to, you know, be different and to, to in a way, not be as like qualified as all the other kids that were born here or their parents were from here or, you know, they, they don't really know like that life that we had. So yeah, I think it's natural instinct for every one of us yeah. to want to fit <laughs> in, you know, and mm-hmm. when you're in a different country uh, speaking diff- a different language, I mean, yo con eso me puedo identificar. Yo soy nacida acá, pero mis papás no hablaban inglés. Mm-hmm. Mis papás hablaban español. Así que yo, cuando entré a la escuela, yo entré hablando puro español. Y mi mamá, digo, yo no, me, yo no lo recuerdo, ¿verdad? Pero mi mamá me decía que yo llegaba de la escuela la primera, las primeras cuantas semanas llegaba de la escuela llorando porque no me podía comunicar con los otros niños. I couldn't talk mm-hmm. to anybody, you know? Yeah. But uh, luckily I picked up English fast and I was able to to uh, communicate with my teachers and and so that made it a, you know that made it easier for me mm-hmm. but i can only imagine you know those those fears that you mentioned of of people maybe bullying you or you know kind of picking you out of the group because of of that mm-hmm. which is hard yeah but i think <laughs> i think luckily things have uh, como que ya ¿Cómo se puede decir? Ya la gente ya como que ya se normalizó un yeah, poquito ya más. Ya se <laughs> Ya se ubicaron y ya no es... It's not such a huge thing. Yeah. Especially here in San Antonio. Yeah, for uh, sure. Maybe, maybe en todo Texas, pero especialmente aquí en San Antonio. O sea, mm-hmm. ya no es... No es algo fuera del normal que vayas a una tienda y, y la gente que está trabajando allí habla en español. Mm-hmm. You know, it's... It's actually... Sí. Now it's, it's looked upon. Like, yeah. I mean, now you go and apply for a job. If you speak... English you, and Spanish, uh-huh. you get paid more yes. money because of that. Cuando, back in the day, you know, it was... It was hard, yeah. 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 So I think that's a, a major advantage. But mm-hmm. that is so cool. And the fact that you, you know, I mean, 
that you still carry that need to to make your parents proud that's really cool what do your parents think about your business thank you thank you uh, luckily i have been blessed with parents that are so supportive like um i don't think ever they have they've never doubted me they've never you know been like oh are you sure about this they've always been the kind of parents to push me like when i kind of started getting the idea i mean even a year ago not a year ago but yeah, I guess a year ago, it was a little crazy for me to think like, I'm really going to leave my teaching job to paint like on stuff to like do, you know, because small I'm business sure things that, in that here and that. they were that. really like, proud of you going to school and getting yeah. your, your degree in, in education and yeah. stuff like that. I mean, a quien no le gusta decir, oh, si, mi hija es una maestra, mi hija es una licenciada, mi hija es esto sí, y lo otro, sí. so... Yeah, my parents, um, they've always been proud of me. Siempre, siempre han sido orgullosos de mí. Y aunque sea, you know, fui a un community college, agarré mi associates, lo que sea que hiciera, ellos siempre orgullosos y siempre empujándome. Entonces, cuando yo decidí dejar mi trabajo de, de maestra a hacer esto, ellos, of course, anybody, even myself, um, you know, you're a little nervous and stuff, but ellos siempre me han ayudado, siempre han sido las personas que están conmigo en los markets o me ayudan a hacer esto y que el otro, mi papá me hace escaleras para colgar los sombreros o sea, lo que sea que necesito ellos están ahí, ellos me ayudan, ellos me apoyan y, y más ahorita que, que you know, se, se nota más creo que el trabajo que, que le he puesto y que le he dado y he metido a Simple Mexicana creo que ya se nota más, entonces ellos también se quedan como que wow, ok, si estás haciendo algo you know, um, but yeah, they've always been proud, so luckily, because And how did you go from education to painting? I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, like I've always had painting in the back. I mean, starting from college, I always painted. But um, it's also been like my self-care kind of thing. And so even being a teacher, I would get home and paint something. Either mm -hmm. way, like I always kind of wanted to challenge you, myself. I was just going to say, were you an art teacher? But no, you said no, you were no. a preschool <laughs> yeah, teacher. Yeah, preschool teacher, yeah. Um, and believe it or not, like before, you know, like growing up middle school, college, elementary, like I never was really into art and stuff either. Like I just kind of picked it up um, in college just because I was bored at home, like really? after doing homework and stuff. I was like, <laughs> I want to try something new. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I have learned a lot more now that I, I obviously have way more time to paint um, now that I'm doing it full time. So I've grown a lot like in my artistic wise, like I've, I've been able to learn and grow and get better at what I do. But yeah, I was just kind of like having that on the side that was like, okay, I kind of like this. I'm getting better at it. I'm trying to find my style. Like, I think it's a big deal to be original and like have, you know, your own way of doing things, your own way of painting flowers for me so um once I was like okay like oh I like this flower and I've never seen anybody do it like this so I'm gonna start doing it and so yeah from there I just kind of kept doing it and I mean it's become really like I said like my self-care time and also now I get to do it full-time so it's awesome mm -hmm. take <laughs> me back to that day when you decided that you were gonna quit your job and you were gonna go full-time with it like what were your thoughts yeah it was definitely a process um I was at a point in my life where I, I, I have a hard time with change, but also I was like, there hasn't been change in a while. Like I want, I, I need to do more. I want to do more. Um, and where I was at, at the school that I was in, I mean, it, it was a great school. It was a great place, but also I was just kind of like, just kind of like con content with life. And I, I wanted to be happy and I wanted, you know, to, I'm a very hands-on person and I felt like that kind of had stopped for a while. So I had always, for a while, had been thinking like, okay, I want to do something different. When do I do it? How do I do it? And I wasn't even 100% sure with Simple Mexicana. Like I, I wasn't 
confident with it like I should have been probably but you know there was doubts and and then one day I was like I need to do it like if I if I don't do it now when am I gonna do it you know I'm I'm 24 now but I was I had just turned 23 and I was like I want to do something different like right now is the time like I'm not married I have like you know like an open canvas basically to to paint literally like to paint whatever I want for my life and that's when I kind of decided and I told my mom and she was okay with it so I was like okay like if she thinks that I can do it like I can probably do it and I'm glad that I did like I'm glad that I just kind of like went for it instead of waiting to be fully confident in you know wanting to do it and I just kind of did it and now I get to be confident in what I do so yeah that's uh-huh. so cool. I, I really like the illustration that you just used. I had an open canvas to literally paint my life. Mm-hmm. That, you need a shirt that says I know. That. I just thought, I know. Well, I was saying that. I was like, I've never said this before. But yeah, that's like the perfect way to say Write it. Write it down like, before you forget. I know. Hold on. <laughs> but yeah, that, that really is the perfect way to say it. Like, I, I really was at a point in my life where I just kind of, you know, had the opportunity to do whatever I wanted. And here I am. So, yeah, I'm very blessed to say that I... I, I took that decision so okay so Mm -hmm. you decide to go full on let's do it let's start with this project what are what are some of the obstacles or the first few challenges that you ran into uh the change the change of you know when you when you have a job like being a teacher you you kind of just go to work and you're at work and you do your job there and then of course there's challenges there and and you know you have to learn a lot and and be good at what you do or this and that but then the main challenge from going to full-time was I'm not going to a job I'm not working for somebody else like I'm not you know just in charge of a classroom I'm like in charge of like I'm my own boss I'm in charge of my own schedule I'm in charge of like what I'm gonna do I have to come up with new ideas I, I like it's it's a big change and it's really like I mean you know like as a small business you have so many roles and I don't think that people really realize that like unless you're working like unless you have your own small business or you know you you have something similar like it's there's really a lot of stuff that you have to do and a lot of stuff um you know professional wise like financially and and then also creatively like you really have to challenge yourself to you're working for yourself so you have to to do your best and there's nobody that's gonna tell you like you know I'm gonna fire you if you don't do this or that like you're you're your own boss so I don't know. I think that was the main one of the main obstacles. And of course, learning, learning what it's like to have a small business. I mean, it's not as simple as like, okay, like who wants to buy this? You know, there's there's so much behind the scenes. But um, yeah, and I'm still learning now. Like I've it's been like I said, maybe four or five months now working full time with Simpa Mikana. But I'm still every day like I'm like, oh, okay, I'm doing this better now than I was yesterday or last week. Like every week it's something new and, and I'm still growing and I still consider myself like a beginner in painting and like a brand new small business and and you know I feel like there's there's still a lot of growth that needs to happen but luckily I also have been able to grow a lot since then what's different now when you wake up each morning from when you woke up each morning to go to your work to go to your job to go to your classroom what's different now I I love my job but now I'm definitely way happier and way I think I think my mindset and like mentally and physically and, and everything, like I just feel healthier and happier, like all together. Um, I always think to myself, like if I got up at eight in the morning and or if I got up at like seven, whatever, to be at work at eight and work all day till six, get home like at six thirty. And like, you know, I was so tired and and doing this and that. I was like, if I if I spent all that time 
working basically you know you have a boss so so working for somebody else and you know just to have that job why am I not gonna do the same for me so now that I wake up every morning I I usually always try to wake up with like a goal so I'm like okay like it's 7.38, I need to wake up, what am I going to do today? Like, I need to do this, this, and that. And I kind of, like, give myself a schedule now. And, you know, like I said, I'm in charge of my, I'm in charge of everything. So now I'm definitely happier, but also I've learned a lot of, like, self-control and, like, self-discipline. And, and I've seen a lot of growth in myself because I get to wake up and be my own boss and have my own business and, and do this, so. And you have control of everything. I mean, mm-hmm. like you said, you wear many hats. Literally, you wear many hats <laughs> yeah. because you're controlling your own. You're your own marketing person. Mm-hmm. You're your own, you know, uh, answering uh, messages and stuff <laughs> like this. So you you have to literally wear many hats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, that's a perfect way to say it too. Let's write this down. <laughs> but yes, before yeah. you forget any of it. <laughs> so now take us to. I mean, right now you have such a big following on social media that that it's how has social media impacted your business social media it's for sure since like I want to say since like day one that I decided to go full-time social media has been the one thing that's been like very motivating um and of course there's that side there's that side of social media that can be a little bit like overwhelming and stuff but intimidating for some yes people. but luckily for me I it's really been the one thing that I remember a year ago um a little bit more than a year ago I had just not gone full-time, but I had decided, like, I want to make Simple Mexicana into something, like, more than just painting. Um, I was still going to be a teacher, but I, I wanted to grow this and see, like, where it can take me. And I remember one time I did a little video of me painting a hat, and it was, like, maybe, like, the third video that I had posted. Um, and that one went, like, viral, and I had so many nice people like compliments and and people saying like oh I want one and this and that and I was like wait like this many people like my stuff like it it really opened like the community that like I I wanted to kind of like aim for and like you know I I got to meet so many hardworking Mexicanas and like girls that had small businesses and and social media has like opened up I mean I think I met you through social media you know like it opens up so many friendships and opportunities and it's really so far thankfully have has been really fun to do to work on like um I I always liked social media and I always liked kind of challenging myself creatively with social media and luckily now I get to do it to grow my business but also like it's fun for me and it's good for my business so yeah um I have, I have gotten, I have been able to grow a lot with social media too. If somebody comes to you, si alguien viene y te pregunta, oye, Karen, quiero comenzar mi propio negocio. Dame three or four tips. What are those three or four tips that you would give somebody wanting to start their, their own project, their own business, something similar to you? Uh, creo que la primera cosa sería, just go for it. Like, I think, like I said, you, um, a lot of people wait to kind of like feel sure, like, you know, to have that sign or, or to be, you know, like ready to start something. But I think that you kind of just have to start with what you have and then grow with what you have. And from there, you'll learn, th- like, you know, it, it's it's all a process. Like you'll really, as long as you just go for it, you'll start, you'll learn. And, and then there is where you'll figure out like, okay, this is working out or it's not working out. And then you can change it to whatever does work out. But yeah, the main thing is just go for it. Um, and also surround yourself with people that, support you and that want good for you and also surround yourself with people that you also want you know 
them to succeed and, and good for them as well. So I think those are the two main things, like just having a good community and also just going for it with what you have. In regards to social media, ¿qué le recomiendas tú a las personas que dicen, sabes que yo quiero comenzar esto, pero no le sé al Facebook o yo no le entiendo al Instagram? See, honestly, it's it's not as hard as it looks. I think that with your own creativity and, you know, there's always a community for everybody. Like, there's always people that are going to like what you like and, and, you know, want to share what you have and, and all that. And I think a lot of the times we kind of compare ourselves to like, oh, well, this person's doing this. Like, I need to do the same. And, and then if it doesn't work out for you, you're like, what the heck? Like, I did the same thing that you did or, you know, and, and it I didn't work out. Likes. Yeah, and it's like, like... You know, you just kind of have to be, not specifically have to be original, but do like, let's say me, I paint hats. I, I didn't think that there was going to be a community in social media that would like, you know, painted hats. Like it, it sounds kind of silly, but, you know, I it found them or like they found me. And I think the same with like you, you know, you sell coffee. Like there's a community that loves coffee and it's going to find you and and like you know want to follow you and share you and support you and so I think the same like just kind of the, the same with the first tip like like work with what you have and then you'll find your people eventually like you know just kind of keep keep doing keep trying like keep trying to learn new things and and find what works for you and what doesn't work for you going back to what you said about when I asked you uh what's how, how do you how do you wake up feeling now Uh, how is it different from when you were going to your nine to five job or whatnot? You know, something that that you wake up in the morning and you can't wait to do and you want to mm -hmm. do. And yes, yes, exactly. I think that's that's one of the most essential things that mm -hmm. you have to keep in mind whenever you're trying to start yeah. your own project. Yeah, for sure. I think once it once it starts feeling like a job, is like where you have to kind of snap and be like, okay, step back and see what am I doing that's you know, that's making me not enjoy this. Like, what am I doing that's, you know, if it's not working out for you, really, it's not going to work out for other people, you know. Um, like you said, you have to find what makes you happy and, and find what works for you and find that thing that makes you want to get up in the morning and, and just do it. And you're all over the place. I mean, you travel <laughs> like the entire city, right? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I try to do markets. Tell me, tell me about how you got involved with markets y, y cómo ha sido esa experiencia. It's so funny. My first market, um, first off, I didn't really know market life was a thing. Like, I didn't know, you know, people went out and did farmer's markets all the time. I would go to them, but I thought you needed to be like, you Hey, know. that's another shirt. Sorry, I don't remember. But before <laughs> we forget, like, you need to write that down. Hashtag market life. For real, market <laughs> life. <laughs> Dude, I'm but giving yeah, you like, all your merch ideas. I know, I'm over here. <laughs> Good thing you're recording this. <laughs> but yeah, I, I did not know that, like, you know, now, like you said, like, I'm trying to do market every weekend. And like I'm, I'm here and like now I have my whole setup and I know everything that I have to know to to do a market from by myself um but back then I, I didn't know that was a thing like I didn't know you can just if you had a small business you can go and be at a market and sell like that or anything like that um so I when you started off how did you start you started painting your hats and then what you would post I, them on Instagram yeah I would just post them on Instagram and back then I didn't have that many um I was starting off I was trying to see what worked and what didn't um so I remember my first week doing them I did five hats and then so I used Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, whatever, Monday through Friday to post a hat. And so Monday I would post a hat and I would be like, okay, whoever comments that they want it first can buy the hat. And so they would buy it and I would ship it to them. Or um, if they were in San Antonio, like I would meet them for it. And that's okay. what I did for maybe like a month or two. 
Um, and then I had a friend, um, my friend Armando, he works for uh, American Eagle. And so he was like a manager there. And last year during uh, Hispanic Heritage Month, they were going to have an event um, that he wanted to have like small businesses be in the store and sell what they had. And so he invited me and I remember I didn't really want to do it because I was so nervous. I was like, I don't know, like I'm not good at talking to people. I'm not, I don't know how you sell stuff. I'm like, yeah. what if it's not the same as posting it on social media and kind of waiting to see who wants it. It's like you're in person and you know, you, you, if people like you, they're going to buy what you have. And if they don't, then, you know, it's just not their thing. Um, but I did it. I did the market and I took a couple hats. Um, I think I took like maybe like 11 hats. So that was um, your first market experience. Yes. And I, I didn't have a table. I didn't have a tablecloth. Like I just went with my hats. Yeah. He gave me, I remember we had like a little plastic, um, tablecloth. Y pues ahí lo usamos. Y, y él me hizo un sign. Me hizo un sign con mi Instagram. Y, y pues así estuvo. Y ya pues fueron, fue varia gente. Y, y ahí me encontraron como, ah, pues tienes Instagram. Y, y así. Y luego, eso fue creo que en, no sé si agosto, octubre, pero... Yeah, después de ahí, I signed up for a market. So I signed up and I was like, okay, I kind of, I need a table, I need a canopy, and I need somewhere to put my hats, right? So um, I, I bought little stuff and I did my first market um, at the St. Paul Square with the, I think they're, the market is called the Pop-Up Essay or something like that. Oh, and so, okay, I think I follow them. So I did media. that market um, and it went really well. And from there, I just kept signing up for markets. I didn't have an online um store yet so i just did markets and and you know from there like i said like you learn a lot just going with the flow and and, and as you go and so from there i got like my business cards i got like my ways of paying like i i, I learned a you lot you got all professional yes from there yeah <laughs> legit Ahora sí ya puedo porque, yeah i'm telling you i didn't want to at first and i just did it and you know you you learn as you go comencé con un mantelito de plástico del dólar y ahora pues ya ya tengo mi mesa y todo so now it's better <laughs> Wow. Mm -hmm. I, and you know what? It's it's crazy because I hear uh, actually several of the people that we that, that I've had the chance to, to have a, in the studio. They're like, yeah, I used to be so shy and I didn't like talking to people. Like, can yeah. say, and you have. <laughs> but you know what? It's que cuando tienes que cuando tienes billes que com uh, pagar comida que comprar y cosas así. <laughs> La vergüenza sale sobre Yes, yes. De alguna parte te sale. Te uh -huh. sale lo, el hustler, te sale sí. el... You know, you, you sí, gotta do fuerzas, it. a fuerzas tiene que aprender uno. Y, y pues yo todavía, I consider myself a very, like, shy person or quiet, pero, you know, once you have what you love and you know your stuff and, and you know, te sale, te sale, it flows. It flows. And, and even today, I was pretty nervous to come today because I was like, I don't know. I've only done like one other podcast. Like I feel shy. <laughs> but I mean, you know, we're here. And, and I think that's like, I don't know. That's like the beauty of like having your own business too. You know, you're, yeah. it's like it, it's like jumping off a cliff and then you're like, oh, I have a parachute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So what do we most? So you started doing markets. Then you got into doing online. Mm -hmm. You got your, your online store. Is that is that difficult? Is that hard? For like people who are like, okay, I want to do something like that. You know, it's I have my a, business, but it's a lot of little stuff that you have to like pay attention to. Like I said, like, you know, you, you don't really think like there's so much that a small business owner works at and like does. And like, I, I thought that online could just be like, oh, okay, like I'm going to sell hats online. Yeah. But you have to like find like the shipping stuff and like how to print your labels. Like I did not know how to mail anything. I didn't know like how to sell something online. Like I didn't know how to put a website up like nada. Luckily, um, one of my friends helped me make the website. And then like as I went, I kind of learned even 
barely like um at the beginning of the summer i found boxes that fit the hats like really like it, it, you know everything is a little struggle but i got to learn a lot with it and so now luckily the website is is running smoothly but yeah it was a big change too it, it's a big also like a it's literally like a market 24 7 so, yeah mm-hmm. so even stuff like that can be intimidating to a lot of people yeah. you know when they're mm-hmm. like but oh, como acabas de decir tú, apenas encontraste las cajas que, uh-huh. que necesito para hacer eso. But I think that we definitely have to get out of our minds so much and, and don't stay in your mind so much and yeah. think about it so, so much and just go, like like you said, go for it. You know, mm-hmm. you learn as you as you go. So, igual como tú lo has hecho. Sí, sí. So, sure. este fin de semana está lleno de trabajo. Gracias mm-hmm. a Dios. Sí, gracias a Dios. Toda la semana hemos estado pintando. Bueno, he estado pintando. Digo hemos, pero soy yo. <laughs> yo sola. <laughs> Toda la semana he estado pintando. Es que como y... haces tantas <laughs> diferentes cosas, ya es como tu soy equipo. Soy como 10 personas. <laughs> For real. No, yes. We have, um, we have the runway market on Thursday and then Saturday and Sunday we have... It's my biggest market so far. So, I'm really excited. I was really nervous too, but... I'm, I'm trying to get at least 100 hats painted this week. So, um, and it was a little hard because since I have markets almost every weekend and online sales, um, it's hard to like gather a bunch yeah, of yeah. stuff. So barely, I literally started yesterday, yesterday, Monday, I started painting hats. So right now I have 40 done. I need to have the other 50 done uh, by the rest of the week. So, so Thursday you're, kick- you're going to be at the at, um, social spot. Social spot mm-hmm. with, uh, I'm sorry, I with like SATX that. Runway, I think is her name, but yeah. You guys can look them up, uh, mm-hmm. SATX Runway on Instagram. Cuéntanos un poquito, ya, ya han tenido un evento con, con ellos. Sí. Uh, cuéntanos qué, más o menos, like, what can we expect at this yes. upcoming so event? Yes, so the, the Runway is kind of an opportunity to have a market with the Runway, and the Runway is supposed to, you know, it, it's at social spots. So people are, are sitting there drinking, it's a bar, but also you get to see models walk around and showing off products. And it's a little bit different from a regular market because at a regular market, you walk around and you see the stuff and you see what you like. Um, but with the runway, the model is, for example, either wearing a hat or wearing a dress or shoes. So or they're jewelry. wearing the stuff that you can actually buy from the vendors that are yes. there. Yeah. Okay. So and that helps a lot. Um, our first event was at Elsewhere. And then so after the runway happened, after the models, you know, they walked everything um, like as soon as the runway was over. Everybody came and shopped with the market. Um, everybody came to everybody's booths and people were like, oh, I, I saw your hats before. But once I saw it on the model, I was like, I want it. And so that helps, you know, every small business um, grow. And so, yeah, they're having their second market this Thursday and it's going to be the same thing. So models are going to be wearing um, some of the boutique's clothes and some jewelry and some accessories from from every vendor. So, yeah, it'll be really exciting. It's really nice. Mm-hmm. It's uh, S- Remind me again, what is it? I think it's S. STX Runway. Okay, so mm-hmm. you can look them up on, on social media and get all the details for that. And then Friday you are? Um, Saturday and Sunday. Saturday I'm going to be Sunday. at uh, Muertos Fest. So that is at the Hemisphere. And that's a market and um, like a big festival to celebrate uh, El Día de los Muertos. So, yeah, nice. that's really big as well. ¿Y es tu primer año que vas a estar ahí? Sí, sí. Um, that is my first time being a vendor but I had always gone um like when I was in high school and college I would always go to the market and shop around too but yeah it's really exciting it's my first time there and it's a really big market so I'm excited how cool so that's Mm -hmm. where you have to have a hundred hats and you're gonna probably sell them out so if you guys (laughs) are planning to go get one you have to go get there early (laughs) si Dios quiere yes oyes pues cuéntanos como te te seguimos cuáles son tus redes sociales tus páginas 
So tengo Instagram. Um, Instagram is my main page. I'm under at Simple Mexicana. And then another big social media that I use is TikTok. So I post a lot of videos and stuff of me painting. Um, and that one is under Karen Cactus. So yeah, those are my two. But you can also find me on Facebook, Twitter, um, like I said, Instagram. And then I have a YouTube, but I don't really post. It, it's just like a old videos of me painting as well. But yeah. Uh -huh. And then I have my website. Um, it's under SimpleMexicanaTX.com. Y para aquellos que no están aquí en San Antonio, que no son locales y quieren uh, obtener alguno de tus uh, accesorios, ¿cómo le pueden hacer? Mencionaste es un sitio de internet. Sí, sí, tengo mi website. Um, ahí puedo mandar los sombreros a cualquier lugar aquí en los Estados Unidos. Um, y tengo restock cada dos semanas. Ahorita el, el próximo restock sería la primera semana de noviembre. Entonces ese fin de semana voy a tratar de poner sombreros ahí. Um, y todos los sombreros que pongo son, uh, usualmente casi todos son únicos. Entonces, o sea, solo oh, hay... O sea que no hay dos sombreros iguales. No, al menos de que yo ponga como... Specifically, I painted these two hats exactly the same and they're the oh. same hat. Um, but usually they're all unique. So they're sold padre. as is. Mm -hmm. Yes, O gracias. sea que es un producto definitivamente auténtico. Sí. Este, hecho con las manos preciosas de Karen. <laughs> <laughs> con sus manos artísticas. Um, what was the, the page? Uh, simplemexicanatx.com so simplemexicanatx.com ya está mm -hmm. ahí lo pueden encontrar well thank you so much for for coming for sharing yes, your story for, you for opening yourself me. to us I'm glad that you didn't let your nerve your nerves um, hold <laughs> you <over>. back uh -huh. <laughs> Aparte de sombreros, ¿también tienes otros artículos? Sí, por ahorita estoy empezando a pintar más cosas. Tengo bolsitas como tote bags. Um, he pintado unas bolsas um, que son como regular purses, um, pero todas esas son únicas también. Todavía no tengo como una bolsa específica que voy a pintar. Um, pero sí, lo que, lo que pueda pintar yo lo pinto también como con chaquetas um, de mezclilla y también pinté unos jarritos de, de nopales. Entonces tengo el nopal y luego voy a venderlo con el jarrito pintado también. Ah, ok. Ajá, pero sí, voy a tratar de, de sacar más cosas también este año, si Dios quiere. Ya están, pues para aquellos que nos están escuchando, que nos están mirando a través de YouTube, entonces este, sigan a Karen a través de redes sociales para que se enteren dónde la pueden encontrar este fin de semana, va a andar en las calles de San Antonio <laughs> este, con todos sus, sus hermosos productos. If you uh, want to purchase one of her hats, one of, uh, the, one of the articles that she, that she paints, Uh, make sure to follow her on social media. Check her out on Instagram. Check her out on TikTok. And uh, find out where she's going to be uh, posted up this weekend so you guys can go visit her. Thank you so much, Karen. Mm -hmm. Muchísimas yes, gracias por estar you. aquí. Que Dios te bendiga. Que sigan las bendiciones y que siga creciendo tu negocio. Gracias. Thank you. That's <laughs> it for today. We're out. Stay savage. Mwah.